Witch Rising, everybody. It is August 10th. It's a sunny but kind of cloudy day out here in Toronto. And I am bringing to you emotions. Let's talk about emotions. Now, before we get into it, I know that it has been a hot minute since I have put a podcast out. And to be truthfully honest with y'all, I just didn't feel aligned with the podcast the last year and a bit, and I felt like my energy was being called to other spaces, so I trusted that. But I know now that I have certain things to share, and the best way that I feel for it to be delivered is in the form of me speaking directly to y'all. So whether that's with a podcast, whether that's with the YouTube channel, which is coming soon, I am moving my energy towards these spaces. So... Today I want to talk about emotions and the impact that society's conditioning has on us to either feel or deny certain emotions within us. Now, both men and women in society have been conditioned to feel that certain emotions are superior to others, that certain emotions don't deserve to be felt, uh, especially with anger. Now, Men are conditioned to believe that anger is the only emotion they can express. And if they express anything other than that, then they are weak, they're not strong, they're less than, they're not a man. And these are very damaging and limiting beliefs for men growing up, especially when they hear these messages as young as six to seven years old. You know, you have somebody crying, they're told, suck it up, stop crying, be a man. All these different things and these beliefs attach on to us and carry on into our adulthood. So I want to talk about emotions today and specifically the connection between anger and sadness. So we gonna get right into it. Okay, let's go. Anger is a secondary emotion. Now, what I mean by that is that anger is an emotion that is formed from feeling another emotion. It has a specific connection to another emotion, which I will mention in a moment. Don't get out of yourself there. (laughs) So anger, when we think of anger, let's think of an iceberg. When you see an iceberg, you only see 20% of it above the surface. But 80% of the iceberg is actually beneath the water. So if we think about anger as an iceberg, anger is the part of the iceberg that is showing, the 20%. Now that may be displayed with shouting, with swearing, with, you know, getting physical, whatever it is that that person is using to express anger, that's the 20% that we see, the tip of that iceberg. But the 80%, which is unseen, and which is the majority, you know, That is sadness. So anger is the secondary emotion which stems from sadness. But if we think about how society has conditioned us to feel, to believe, many of us feel like we can't express sadness because of the attachment to it. We may be seen or we may feel like we will be seen as less than, as less worthy, as if we're not strong, as if we're not a man or a woman or whatever you identify as, we feel an almost unconscious shame attached to sadness. And so 
if we can't feel sadness, then the next thing to feel is anger. So what we are doing as human beings is we are suppressing that sadness, again, pushing that sadness beneath the surface, that 80% that's unseen, and we are expressing what we feel has been deemed socially acceptable, which is anger. But the thing is, is that when we deny that sadness, it doesn't go away. It's like we can try to push it down as hard as we want, as much as we want, but that sadness is always going to resurface. Whether that is in the form, again, of more anger, of more, you know, shutting down or withdrawing yourself from people. Our emotions never truly go away if we just push them down, if we don't process them. I really believe that in this lifetime, and this is something that I'm learning, is that we have to process our experiences, we have to process our emotions in order to proceed. Process to proceed, okay? So when we can begin to recognize that anger really stems from sadness, we can dig a little deeper into the sadness. We can ask ourselves, what could be causing this sadness? What is making me feel like I can't express this sadness? You know, a lot of the times we feel like we can't express our emotions because of how we've been conditioned in our family life in the school systems, in society in general, we feel like we, our worth is directly attached to our expression. And if we express certain things, then we're going to be deemed less worthy or less valuable, which is not true. For me personally, I think that being able to express our emotions, whatever emotion it is, is actually the biggest sign of strength. Because in a world that is teaching us and making us feel less than to express things outside of the box that they've tried to put us in. Don't put me in no box. I think that that is the biggest showcase of courage, especially in today's generation. So I just wanted to talk about the difference between anger and sadness, or is there really a difference? Perhaps both of these emotions are much more connected than we have thought, than we have perceived. And I was really, really grateful to learn about this in school when we started talking about secondary emotions. I was like, what? And my immediate thought was the way that men specifically are conditioned in society. And I I think about the people in my life and I think, have I seen them express sadness? No, but I've seen them express anger. And then I think about it and I'm like, well, this anger must be coming from a point of sadness, from a point of misunderstanding. So I would just like to encourage everybody today listening, like when you feel yourself experiencing anger, ask yourself what is beneath the surface? What is beneath the iceberg, that 80% that You may not know in that moment. You may need to take some time to sit with yourself, to have some silence. You may need to journal about it. You may need to just dig deep, which is okay. It's encouraged, actually. A lot of the times when I don't know how I'm feeling, I literally just sit there and, like, usually I'll just start crying or something. And then I'm like, oh, that's how I feel. But um, there's nothing wrong with just sitting there in silence and allowing the emotions to speak for itself. 
So next time you do feel anger, try to go beneath the surface. Ask yourself, could something else be contributing to this? Is there an emotion that I don't feel safe expressing? Because I think when we can recognize, you know, I always say like awareness is really the first step to changing any thought, any behavior, any pattern. Um, I've learned it and now I just say it all the time. It's not a, it's not an original thought for me. Um, but it is something that I carry on with my life every day. I try to remind myself that anyways, when we are aware of something, we can then begin to unlearn or relearn what it is that we want to embody. Now, whether that's recognizing that, hey, I don't want to only feel anger. I want to be able to feel sadness. I want to be able to feel these other emotions. Once we're aware that we're only feeling or expressing anger, then we can begin to create a plan to allow ourselves the spaces to feel those other emotions. It's not going to be easy because think about it. How long have we had these messages within ourselves that we can only feel certain things, that we can only express certain things? So I don't want to express this and then make people feel like it has to be done in like a day or two it's gonna be a long time it's gonna be a long journey but as long as you do your best to become aware of it always do your best um i think that then we can really begin to start to see different shifts in our life the way that we show up for ourselves the way that we honor ourselves so i wanted to talk about that today because it really like the the articulation of emotions in society has always intrigued me and I'm going to do another episode on the difference between envy and jealousy because I think when we can get a hold and an understanding of the different emotions then we can start to use them differently and express them differently as well which are in alignment with how we truly feel so that is what I have for you today don't mind my different don't mind my different voices I just do this all the time okay it's just it's just what I do anyways um yeah that's what I have for you today the understanding that anger is a secondary emotion it stems from sadness think of it as an iceberg the anger is the tip of the iceberg but the sadness is what's beneath the water the 80 percent that's unseen so how can we start digging towards that 80 percent How can we start addressing that? And how can we start showing up for ourselves? When we can process our emotions, when we can recognize and honor our emotions, we can proceed, which is going to allow us to flourish and propel forward even more. Because let me tell you, as somebody who has tried to suppress their emotions for years, years, I literally went like, I think like two years without really feeling anything because I had always been told, you're too sensitive, da-da-da-da-da. I literally like just stopped feeling and what happened I got physically sick mentally I was not thriving and just shit went downhill so here is your sign that it is okay to process your emotions it's okay to feel and recognize your emotions because when you can process you can proceed honey okay I hope you have a great day whenever you're listening to this I hope you have a great sleep if you're listening to this at night And stay tuned for more episodes. The next episode will be talking about the difference between envy and jealousy. Remember that you have every right to process your feelings 
And once you can process them, you can proceed.